one by Oxlade Chamberlain. Here's Mohamed Salah. Salah! It's another stunning moment. Seven for Liverpool. On this episode of PL and PJ's A Christmas Special. And festive fixtures. to the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. That dress code being jammies. And Jake, I was thinking about this today, and I don't know that that's technically a true statement, because there is a recap show called The Men in Blazers. Are we false advertising? Well, no. Do you ever see them in actual blazers? I feel like no, they're always they're wearing normal wearing clothes. So I, right, I think... whereas I am always wearing jammies. We are always wearing jammies. I, I would I would hate to speak ill on them because they're a great show, but I think they're sure. frauds for not wearing blazers all the time. Well, and their guests don't wear blazers, but I would definitely force our guests to wear pajamas if they wanted to be on the show. Um, sure, I was, I was going to say, like, we haven't had a guest yet, but yes. Yeah, if, I was going to say, if we maybe, did, maybe that's something we can look yeah. into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I do have an extra bit of attire. I've promised a nightcap in the past. Today I'm wearing a Santa hat because it's Christmas. Oh my goodness. It is not actually Christmas, but that is fun. Well, but when this gets released, it'll be Christmas Eve, though, you know, so that's fun. That is true. But, uh, Jake, you know, look, you know what wasn't Christmas? The last week of matches, and I'd love to go over them. I would love for you to go over them as well. And, look, there's a lot to cover. So I'm going to go pretty quick. I'm not going to get as into it as I do other than a few highlights. And so starting on Tuesday, December 15th, Wolves beat Chelsea and Man City in a surprise drew West Brom. Not a lot of people probably saw that coming. I definitely didn't call it a surprise pick, but it happened. (laughs) It sure did. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, Arsenal, Southampton, Drew, Leeds beat Newcastle in a thrilling 5-2. Uh, you know, really picked up towards the end of the mm-hmm. game, specifically goals 77th minute, 85th, 88th from Leeds to uh, to bridge, you know, just make it look a little bit better than it was, but but a good result nonetheless. After that, Everton beating Leicester, Brighton and Fulham drawing in a nil-nil, Liverpool beating Spurs 2-1, West Ham drawing Crystal Palace. Jake, is there anything that stands out from that week, beside, or that, that match day? Besides the Leeds thrashing of Newcastle, um, no, I wouldn't say so. I believe was Aston Villa Burnley that match week as well, zero zero. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting there. Don't worry. I'm just talking about Wednesday. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no. Fr- from that day in particular, no. I, I would say just Leeds really stuck uh, stuck yeah. out to me. Liverpool Tottenham, I definitely predicted two one. So as sad as it was, um, not very surprising. Yeah, and I think also to note a big result for Everton. But as you prefaced, on Thursday, Aston Villa and Burnley drew nil-nil, and Man United beat Sheffield 3-2 to to in what was a very close game, surprisingly. 
Sheffield striking first as well. So I thought maybe that was going to be their first win. Yeah, I mean, whenever United go down early, I, I pretty much bet on them to win. That's kind of their forte. Well, especially um, away. Right, especially away. So I wasn't too worried. Uh, but it would have been sure. nice to see Sheffield get a point at least. But, you know, 100%. Uh, United prevailed and they, they deserved it. They did. Uh, so then, Jake, moving on to technically the next, quote, match week. Even oh, though my goodness, so many week. matches. I know. Saturday, December 19th, Liverpool thrashing Crystal Palace 7-0. Man City beating Southampton. Everton beating Arsenal 2-1. And Newcastle drawing Fulham. Brent, I will say, waking up to that uh, Liverpool result was kind of shocking. Um, it was surprising, for sure. Yeah, I mean, not surprising that they won, but by such a large margin, oh my goodness. Well, and I believe I called a draw in that game, so boy was I off. Um, but yeah, moving on no. to Sunday, Jake, <laughs> we had a Brighton-Sheffield draw, mm-hmm. 1-1. We had Leicester beating Spurs, 2-0. We yes. have Man United beating Leeds 6-2, to and Villa picking up a 3-0 win at West Brom. So, Brent, would you say the more surprising result was the Man United game or the Leicester-Tottenham game? I definitely didn't see United scoring two in the first three minutes. I will say that. <laughs> um, so that in itself was surprising. However, I was surprised at how dominant Leicester looked. It kind of maybe gave some exposure to the holes in Jose Mourinho's plan if they go down. Uh, You know, he's very much set up to get the first goal and then defend that lead and counterattack. It was interesting to see them respond to not having the lead. Sure, it was kind of sad that they didn't really respond until going down 2-0. You you thought that going down 1-0 was going to maybe spark them enough, but it took two goals for us to actually kind of spring into action, but uh, a little too late. Yeah, no, it sure didn't. But after that, on Monday, Jake, our final matches of the week, Burnley beating Wolves 2-1, to one, uh, and then Chelsea beating West Ham 3-0. And frankly, Jake, I don't think anybody could have seen Burnley beating Wolves. I mean, I definitely didn't. No, and uh, it's definitely been pointing out Wolves' flaws the last couple of games. Um, I know they beat Arsenal, I believe, but you know, Arsenal is struggling mm-hmm. as it is, so not a lot to go on from that one. Um, but yeah, Burnley yeah. looked solid, and they I think they deserved all three points in that match. I think so too. And Jake, what I will say is these were two very exciting match weeks. They were two terrible performance, uh, performances from us for fantasy. We were below average both times. No, and tell me that's yeah, not true. It's been tough. Uh, in, in the first week, we had even a negative point with Gabrielle getting sent off. Our captain, Bruno Fernandez, only got four points in match week 14. Reese James didn't even play. Chilwell got subbed off within the first half. And so we had a bit of a tough showing, getting 38 points in uh, match week 13. Wow. Son was our highest scorer with nine points, and the average was 42 points. After that, in match week 14, we had 54 points. The average was 60. We had Bruno at 17 points and our captain, Grealish, at 20 points. But all in all, terrible from us. We are in terrible form. Wow. So very surprising that we had uh, a player at 20 and then 17, and we still did so poorly. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, we got no points from the defense because Reese James didn't play. Uh, Chilwell had to get subbed out because of injury, and then Vestigard only got two points. So we were slacking in that department for sure. But yeah, Son only two points, Kane two points, Bamford two points, Neto two points, 
our starting lineup was poor, and we didn't get much help from the bench either. We would not have improved if we played anybody else. Sure, and I would say just maybe an unlucky couple weeks for us. Um, but for I, sure. I think we're going to bounce back with a good performance um, next week. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get in into a little it. Bit. But Jake, there is a select group of eleven players who were in good form this week, and specifically a group really? of players that are sponsored by a great American company. Uh, Jake, would you happen to know what company that is? Um, off the top of my head, I would have to say that that company is Smile Mask. And Brent, oh, if you're not great. familiar, and if the average listener is not familiar, Smile Mask is a USA-based mask-making company with a clear front on the mask. So you I can see people's smiles, hence the Smile Mask. Um, and it's very helpful for the hearing impaired and uh, the deaf community because reading lips is a big part of how they understand people. And that's mm-hmm. been a struggle in, during this pandemic. And uh, Smile Mask really came up with this revolutionary idea to make a clear front that does not fog up when you talk, which is Ooh. a huge bonus. Um, and I think the biggest perk of all is that you get to see that beautiful smile of yours. And Jake, correct me if I'm wrong, but they have a newer fine style that is a little bit wider to show off a little bit more of your face, a little bit more of that smile. That is correct. And uh, Brent, I, I love that design because I love seeing every inch of everyone's smile because it's just a, no, it's a beautiful great. part of the human body. I agree. I agree completely. But Jake, with that out of the way, we can now get into the team of the week itself. And, uh, you know, I often take the first run at the defense, but you I would switch it actually up? appreciate if you would do it this Yeah, I love a little oh my goodness, I will. So do you want me to do keeper and defense? <laughs> do whatever your heart desires. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I'm just going to start out, and then we'll, we'll decide where to go from yeah. there. Um, so to start us off, our keeper is John Stone. That is a last name, not a full name in John and Stone. Sam Uh, John Stone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, And he is the keeper for West Brom, and uh, he had six saves against Manchester City when they drew 1-1 in a pretty, I mean, shocking for me um, result. Um, Not enough to keep uh, Billick, or however you pronounce his last name, from getting sacked, but we'll discuss that later. Um, sure. And truly just a, a great performance in net, only conceding one to a dangerous Manchester City attack um, with the defense he's provided. But yeah, moving on to our well, defense. Jake, which... is it, Brian Islav Ivanovich is part of that defense. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. That guy is not old at all. He's in his prime. Right. Right. Um, but, Brent, moving on. Um, our defense, which we're in a 3-4-3 three, three this week. You know how we always I like to that. keep it fresh. Um, we have Mason Holgate from Everton, uh, who had a great game against Leicester and actually uh, netted a goal, which you, you don't see a lot from Everton defense, um, especially this year, I would say. Sure. Uh, it's mostly been uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. But yeah, he played a great game against Leicester. They had that uh, 2-0 victory, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, al- alongside him, um, also in that game, and also in the Arsenal match for Everton, uh, Yerry Mina, who had a towering header, if I'm not mistaken, and just played Yes, that very is correct, s- at the front post. Yes, it was, and a uh, very solid defensive effort against a struggling Arsenal team, but still, in general, 
Uh, when you, when you end up on a score sheet, you're as a defender, you're you're most likely going to be considered and probably make the Smile Mask Team of the sure. Week, which is great for those players. It's a coveted award for a lot of people, for sure. Truly, truly. And and on that note, our last defender, Stuart Dallas, on Leeds, uh, took part of that uh, thrashing of Newcastle. I believe that's when he scored. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Found himself on the score sheet with three clearances as well. Or, I believe it's actually interceptions. I think I wrote this down wrong. It was interceptions, yes. Um, but yeah, he just he played solidly. I mean, I, they ended up giving up two goals to Newcastle. But in general, he, he played well and ended up on the score sheet. And, he, and you love to see that from a defender. No, uh, Brent, and and people gonna... say, Jake, I just want to interject really quick. Yeah, and say no, people please. will say we maybe snubbed a Tiago Silva inclusion sure. who did score against West Ham and did get a clean sheet. I just felt that Stuart Dallas's performance was more influential in the game than, you know, a, a Tiago Silva performance where they ended up winning 3-0 anyway. Right. No, that, that, that's definitely true. Um, he did have a good game and did score, but I, I think these other three definitely deserved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent, I'm going to start this midfield, but I'm, I'm going to send you on your way um, in a second oh. here. But I'm, I'm going to start with McTominay, your boy, who scored Ooh. twice within three minutes to start the game, which has never been done before. He is the in first. In the Premier League. And, and that's just, I mean, <laughs> if, if you gave me a hundred guesses to say who I would think would do that in the modern age. McTominay would uh, be number one. McTominay would be number one, exactly. Thank you. You, you read my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so two goals and assists in that game, and just really, I mean, obviously those two in the first three minutes were spectacular, but just throughout the entire rest of the match, just played solidly in that midfield, ended up getting an assist um, later on in that game. And Brent, uh, just a, a great game for United in general. Um, but oh, for sure. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you take the rest of the midfield and uh, the strikers. I appreciate that, Jake. Uh, what I will say is, as a caveat, we did snub a certain Wilfred and Diddy who played spectacularly for Leicester against Spurs. Oh, he did. But yeah. it's for good reason, because in our midfield is El Ghazi from Aston Villa, who had two goals against West Bromwich Albion, and and it, we're full of two-goal performances in this mm-hmm. team of the week. And those players really stood out. So after that, we have Bruno Fernandez of Manchester United, also right. two goals and an assist. Granted, one was a penalty, but one was not. Uh, against Leeds. After that, we did have a Leeds player, but from the match prior, uh, Hernandez, Pablo Hernandez from Leeds, who came on late as a sub and still provided two assists in the win over Newcastle, which on its own is love, impressive. Love that from a super 85th. sub. Yeah, assist came in the 85th and 88th, and you, frankly, you just kind of have to respect that, that he didn't come on until the 82nd minute, and that's what subs are for, to provide the impact. Um and then our front line, Jake, we had Tammy Abraham in our most recent match with two goals. The same match that Thiago Silva was snubbed in, Tammy Abraham makes it for his two-goal performance. Uh, Mohamed Salah as a sub also makes it in the 7-0 win over Crystal Palace. He had two goals and an assist off the bench. And then lastly, we had Bobby Firmino, also of Liverpool, two goals and an assist uh, in the same match. And frankly, two goals and an assist was pretty prominent in our midfield and forward line, which is just shocking. Yeah, and I mean, it speaks on the amount of goals that were scored the last two match weeks, which was great. Sure. Um, and I will just want to add from the Tammy Abraham uh, selection, he did score those two goals. I think it was like 110 seconds between them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he might have been fortunate to find himself in the position for both of them, but, I mean, that's what you want out of your forward is right. to find themselves a in a dangerous goal. area. Yeah, he, he scored his first one off of, like, I believe a missed shot from Timo Werner, mm-hmm. which f- found his way right to Who's surprised, Abraham. honestly? <laughs> a yeah. missed shot from Werner? And then uh, <laughs> he's... Sorry, that, that was funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the second one off of... Uh, a rebound off of a Pulisic uh, header that went right at the goalie and uh, fell out to Abraham. But, you know, I mean, that's why that's why you have those players to be in those positions it's and true. score those goals. I wouldn't have been there, you know. Sure, no, you wouldn't. wouldn't have, but he you're, was. you're terrible. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But that's, uh, that rounds off our Smile Mask Team of the Week and great team for these team match weeks, which I guess it should be because we had two weeks to pick from. Right, I would hope so. It was definitely a conglomerate pick, but... Jake, what I really want to focus on now is that it is the Christmas season. It's Christmas week. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, Look at that. Uh, yes, it well, is, Brent. Yes. In that same you know, enthusiasm and spirit, Jake, we decided that we would focus this episode on a Christmas special, very Christmas-themed. And so, Jake, I was wondering if maybe you could introduce us into our first topic this week. Brent, correct me if I am wrong. I will. I do like to do that. There is an island of misfit players in the Premier League. There is a lot like the island of misfit toys from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Nope, nope. I think you're thinking of the island of misfit players in the Premier League. Oh, okay. But that's a Christmas thing still, right? Definitely Christmas. Okay. Um, It's a snowy island. Um yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I should have clarified. Um, yeah, no, I appreciate that. But Brent, there there are these players on these teams that seem like they're out of place and don't really have a true home. Can can you name a few right. for us, Jake? I'm gonna I'm gonna start you off with a certain Mesut Ozil. Never heard who of him. We've talked about before, which surprises me that you've never heard of him because we have specifically <laughs> talked about him and his situation before. Really, but the. Honestly, the man is a misfit at this at this point. He's a misfit yes, he player. Is. He has no home. Nobody wants him. Arsenal, no matter how bad they're struggling right now, will not play him. He is an absolute misfit, Jake, and it shocks me. More so than Gunnersaurus? Well, R.I.P., you know? R.I.P. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. <laughs> that's really tough. In the Christmas season, you're going to bring that up, Jake, really? I know. I'm that's sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and to list another Jake in in that same sense of just a player yeah. who's an absolute misfit, Kepa Ariza Balaga, who has a last name too difficult to say, frankly. Who <laughs> you say it, you say was, it perfectly, in my opinion. Thank you. But frankly, one of the worst goalies for a high transfer fee that I've seen in a long time, who has been completely sure. replaced, and now just sits on the bench, watches along, and I wonder if Chelsea get into a penalty shootout anytime soon, if. Much like he refused to come off the field before, he'll just demand to come on the field this time and force a sub himself, walk oh onto goodness. the field, and take Mendy's place. I would, I would love to see that. That'd be must wa- must watch television. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Jake, can you think of any other players that might be some misfits though that deserve to be on this island? Well, well, Brent, I think this one's going to hit a little home for you. Oh dear, um, Donnie Vanderbeek. Okay. Yeah, uh, a a pretty big transfer and over yeah. to United, and you you thought he was going to get a lot more playing time. Oh, I and, sure did. Yeah, and kind of 
kind of hoped he did. He, he looked like a good player, and he has looked like a good player still. And it's just sad that United have not been playing him, and he's he's kind of found his home on the bench, if you will. Um, but mm-hmm. I would say he's a misfit for United, at least at the current state, if they're not going to play him. Right. And uh, I really feel for him. And do you have any more to say on that matter? It, it just more, it's surprising. You know, a, a man that when I look at him, I don't think, oh, that's a misfit. You know, that that's somebody that deserves to be on the bench. He's, it's, he's no Phil Jones, you know. But, uh, you know, it's just disappointing, I guess I would say. And, and that's all I have to say on it. No, no, that's all you have to say on it, Brent. Please, don't don't feel the need to right. say Right, I could say more, but that's all I have to say on it. <laughs> right. Uh, but moving on, another misfit player, William. William. From uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, on Arsenal, he really just hasn't found his place in that team yet, and I know that the entire team is struggling. He has, I will say, three assists in the Premier League so far. Right, but, sure, solid. But return. that came early on, and recently he just hasn't yeah. been doing anything. And if you look at the stats, it's just very disappointing as to where he was. I would say last year with Chelsea, um, it's a big drop off in in performance. And he hasn't scored a goal yet in the Premier League for Arsenal. And he just doesn't look like the same player. And, and maybe that move um, across London was not the right one for him. So we're going to include him in that misfit player. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. That's for sure. <laughs> it seems like it was a mistake. And, um, Jake, I just I, I want to throw in an honorary mention of just the entire sure. Sheffield United team. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, those are a bunch of misfits. Brutal. They can't even get a win. We right. hope they do. You know, they're doing great. They're trying their hardest. But, man, what a bunch of misfits. Two points. Tough. Yeah, I think they'd be better suited in the championship this year. Oh, yeah. It seemed that way. I hate to say it. Um, have Wish no ill will against Sheffield. But I, I just sure. they have not shown up in any of their matches so far. Yeah. But Jake, but, um, you know, yeah. oh, 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 oh. No, please go to? on, please, no, please. Wow, yeah. we both said but each other's names. That's that's sync. Honestly, that is some chemistry you can't teach. Right. And, Maybe and Bre- the issue is over the phone. We can't see what each other are saying. I, I was gonna say we we did not give the disclaimer that you're in Alaska and I'm in California, with our respective families, um, for the Christmas holiday. But I, I would assume that. The audio would kind of give that away by now. No. Really? You think Maybe. so? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Well, anyway, well, Jake, I'm. Look, I, I kind of took the reins from you there, but how would you go for it? What were you going to say next? I was going to say, in the spirit of Christmas and good old Jolly Saint Nick, Santa Claus, if you will, has his two lists he has a naughty list and he has a nice list where he <laughs> gives which the... one you're on <laughs> oh where he gives hey. the, the good boys and girls presents each year and then those on the naughty list some coal in their stocking so right. i think it would be fun if we uh we did something similar and and did a naughty and nice list for premier league players jake i i just want to go on the record saying i love that idea wow okay yeah love it um i'm just gonna get started then when i think of naughty players naughty teams i think arsenal so many red cards so many doing poorly but man el nenny lucky to not get a red card jaka got a red card pepe heads but headbutt somebody that is Mm -hmm. a naughty team 
you know, and, and frankly, maybe they deserve to be where they are for those naughty performances. Brent, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. Um, if Santa Claus had any say in the Premier League, they, they would, he, he would put Arsenal down in the bottom part of the, the table because of those naughty players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But continuing on with that naughty list, um, from my team, Tottenham, Pierre-Emile Hoybier has the most fouls committed so far in the Premier League, and that lands him right on the naughty list, Brent. He, he's taking out people's ankles, pushing them over, uh, grabbing jerseys to get yellow cards to save us from a counterattack. That might be a necessary evil, but he is going to find himself on the naughty list this year. Well, and yeah, the point is evil. You know, even if it's a necessary evil, still evil. Sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, frankly, it's, it's just disgusting to see. Um, Jake, moving on, we then have Melier from Leeds, who has the most goals conceded so far in the Premier League this season at Ooh, 30. Naughty 30 boy. goals conceded. Yeah. Uh, you know, he does have one of the higher save stats in the Premier League as well because he faces so many shots in his games. But at the end of the day, sure. you're going to concede the most goals in the Premier League. You're going to end up on a certain naughty list. Sure, and maybe you find some of those Leeds defenders culpable and maybe on the naughty list as well. But No, 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 no. Just the goalie. <laughs> Just the goalie. Okay, let's put it all on him. I love it. Uh, but on the opposite side brent there are some players that have found themselves on the nice list this year and are going to get some presents from santa oh i sure hope so and uh leading that list is my main man harry kane who has the most assists in the premier league so far so he's in the spirit of giving and santa claus loves that too and is gonna give him some presents this year uh, no, and frankly, he deserves it. You know, for all the presents he's been giving to especially Heung-Min Son, he sure. deserves a few of his own. Mm-hmm. Jake, I'm going to add one more to that list and give you Edward Mendy from Chelsea, who, despite Ooh. playing four less games, is second place in the clean sheet list and frankly just is not Kepa. You know, and, and for, <laughs> for that reason alone, deserves to be on the wow. nice list. He's not bad. He's good. And I he's on that. the nice list this year. Uh, I think he fully deserves that, and uh, I don't think we're going to be mean enough to put Kepa on the naughty list, but yeah, definitely no. Mendy deserves to be on the nice list. No, he just shouldn't be on the list at all, you know, like the team sure. list, the team sheet, right. whatever. <laughs> he shouldn't even be in the subs. He should just, frankly, he should be out of the Premier League by now. Wow. Tell me how you really feel, Brent. I did. I just oh, did. that was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, also on the nice list, uh, two more players in Basham and Lascelles, who both lead the league with two goal line clearances. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really saving those keepers some embarrassment by uh, keeping those goals out. And uh, we want to recognize those players. And uh, Santa's going to put a little something special in their stocking this year for uh, keeping some of those goals out. Well, and I think that's the thing. In the spirit of our savior, you know, the season of right. our savior. Oh, my goodness. Yes. They're the saviors of their teams with the goal line clearances, and yeah. they deserve to be recognized. And, Jake, I just want to throw one more in there. Please. And that's just the nicest play in the Premier League. The man with the biggest smile mask. Me. In the Premier League. Oh. Yes. But oh. also <laughs> N'Golo Conte. Just oh because, my I mean, goodness. he is just the nicest guy you'll ever see. 
That smile and, would and look why, perfect in a smile it, mask. Oh my gosh, it would look so good. And and the thing is, it would be a snub to not put him in the nice list. So that no. is our comprehensive naughty and nice list. And I think Santa would agree. Brent, I, I love that list, and I, I do agree with you. Santa is on the same page as us. And those players we listed in the first naughty list are, are going to be disappointed with their stocking. Uh, but the, the well, but we're list... disappointed with them and their performances. You sure, know? yeah. <laughs> so so no, it goes it's, both ways. Yeah, it's a whole it's a cycle of of disappointment. So exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm glad that we got to recognize some people that have had some good and not so good years so far. Absolutely, absolutely. But also, Brent, in the spirit of giving, I love giving. We we are not Santa Claus, as far as I know. Yeah, I'm wearing the hat though. I'm wearing a Santa. Oh, Claus. so you're, you're a Santa Santa Claus like uh, dress up, uh, right? Cosplay. Co- <laughs> I was about to say cosplay. I wasn't sure if that was a no, right term it. for this. Um, but yeah, uh, we we like to give gifts as well, and you know, like we mentioned, um, this is coming out what Christmas Eve, so it very is. very festive episode, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think. I think we should give some gifts, Premier League-related gifts out. How, how about oh, I you? I love that. Yeah? I, I am a big fan of the idea. And, Jake, just with you saying that, one comes to the top of my head right Okay, please. Away. Yeah. And, Jake, that is, I would love to get Liverpool Football Club a new physio. They have had oh my so goodness. many yes. injuries this season to key players, and I get it. We've seen managers complain about the fixture list with injuries, whatnot. But Liverpool specifically have had so many injuries to key players sure. at some point this season, whether long-term or short-term, you have to get them new physio. And that would be my gift to them if I could afford to pay the physio's wages and if I have any <laughs> connection to the club. Right. No, I, I get that. And I really appreciate the thought. I mean, it might not actually happen, but theoretically no, a, a great gift. I wouldn't bring it up to Jose Mourinho, who isn't sold on – uh, Liverpool's injury list uh, if you saw sure. that interview but uh, I, I love that gift and that is so nice of you and Liverpool was really going to enjoy their new physio that you're paying out of your own pocket that uh, is nice isn't it <laughs> but yeah I, I also have a gift that I want to give out oh, and, and, and that is to it. Paul Pogba your your guy there at United oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to give him a new agent because someone that oh. just speaks Somewhat out of turn and uh, creates drama in, in your dressing room. You, you got to get a new one. So uh, my gift to him this holiday season is an agent that's going to kind of keep his mouth shut until Pogba gives him the okay to say something. Maybe his new agent can be Jay-Z, part of Rock Nation. You know? Oh, wow. That, that would be pretty cool. I mean, I think I've seen Pogba at an NBA game at one point, so I think he's a oh, fan. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, but, Jake, I love that idea. As a Manchester United supporter, I would love to see him get a new agent. But on a more negative note, Jake, I have um, a gift that maybe somebody is deserving and, and didn't deserve to be without this gift at sure. the time. But um, we had our first sacking uh, this year. We, we did. We sure did. Slavon Bilic sacked from West Bromwich Albion. And I would like to gift him a new team. Maybe not right away, but sometime soon. I don't necessarily think he should have been sacked from West Brom in the first place. He was. I think he yep. deserves a new team. And while he'll probably take some time off, if I could, I would give him a new team now. 
Well, well, Brent, I think uh, it, it would be nice for him to get a new team. Maybe enjoy the holiday season with his family. And exactly. then in January, um, there are some teams uh, overseas and, and domestically that are, are struggling and that could use a new manager. And so I could definitely see him finding a home. And I, and I really appreciate you giving him that gift. I appreciate that you appreciate it. Wow, that's so much appreciation. I cannot contain it. I know, but, I get it. But Brent, my, uh, my next gift somewhat satirical you, you can say oh jake that's a little mean but uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna gift timo Werner a map so he can find the back of the net oh not like a door of the explorer kind of map like no a real map i'm the 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 map like that? Yeah, exactly, that kind of thing. But oh only you're not the map. You know, it, it would be you're giving a map. Sure, sure, sure. And, sure. Timo, if, if the map could talk, it would say, dude, the goal's right here. Just stop hitting the crossbar and hitting it wide. And and I, I kind of feel for him. He, a striker out of form is terrible to see. I know we, we talked earlier in the season about Firmino and not being able to score. And now it's Timo in that same funk. And, uh mm-hmm. Even this past match week, he came close a couple of times, but just really is struggling for that striker's finish. And so I'm, I'm going to gift him a map so he can figure it out and oh, actually find that. find where he's supposed to be scoring. And, Jake, look, I don't have a lot of gifts to give around. Uh, so we both listed two. I want to add maybe a little extra for both of us, just one Okay. Uh, in the spirit of giving and, and this holiday season. I would love to gift Sheffield United their first win. They play Everton next. I don't see it happening then. But then they play Burnley, Crystal Palace, and Newcastle the next three games. I would just love to see them get a win. I would love to provide that for them. Maybe if they want to sign me on a short-term contract to come in and play, I could be more influenced in that department. Wow. But in the interim, I would love to gift them their first win of the season. Brent, and I I love that you're giving that gift to Sheffield but you kind of coming down and interfering with their process of getting the win is kind of like, you know, uh, It's a Wonderful Life when they send the angel down to, to exactly help the guy right. you are to exactly help the guy right. through that tough time. Um, so may, maybe you should get that involved. Maybe you should be on that team and score some goals maybe, for them. Well, hey, maybe instead of It's a Wonderful Life, it could just be It's a Wonderful Brent, you know? <laughs> coming to a theater near all of you. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I guess if you're doing a third one, I can do a third one as well. And that would be oh. the gift of a new contract to certain players that clubs would love to see stick around for a little bit. Sure, that um, makes sense. Off the top of my head, as a Spurs fan, uh, Hyungman Sun, who's been talking about getting or signing a new five-year contract, which would be phenomenal for Spurs, uh, especially in the form he's in now. I would, I would love to see him stick around for a while. But also, uh, my, my brother's team, Everton, uh, Luca Digne, has been, uh, it's been rumored to be signing a new contract soon. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sh- go ahead and gift it to him. A new, I'd say, let's say four-year contract uh, based on his age and his skill set. I think that would be perfect. Um, and he's really that, that key passing into the box um, feature that they need in that offense. And I, I think he does a great job. Yeah, no, I'm I I really like that, Jake, and I think that's very festive of us. You know, we're it we're is. just givers. That's what we are. <laughs> we truly are. Uh, but Brent, in the spirit 
of the holidays, do you have anything else related to Christmas and the seasons, or can we move on to the next match days? Well, Jake, I was going to say, the last thing would be that there are some festive fixtures. Oh, wow. The day, yeah, starting you know the day what? after Christmas. That is perfect. Uh, Boxing Day, if you will. Oh, sure. Uh, who's fighting? Muhammad Ali? <laughs> Good one. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. No, uh, Brent, Boxing Day is a holiday celebrated by England, and I believe Canada uh... also recognize it, and some other countries. But not not a big holiday in, uh, in the States here. It's mostly sure. just Christmas sure. and then New Year's. We but just yeah, watch bo- boxing like as a separate thing. Sure, sure, ex- exactly. It has a lot to do with the sport boxing. You are so, so correct. But yes, Boxing Day, uh, December 26th. Uh, the first fixture we have was actually involving your team, Man United, against Leicester City, and that is at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. I will say I hate that because I'm in Alaska, that's going to be at 3.30 a.m., and I will 100% yeah, no. be awake for it. It'll be 4.30 here, so I'm also not looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, Jake, I'm going to go for a Manchester United win in this game. I'm riding the train. Okay, yeah. Um, I think both teams coming off good performances. Tough to say now because uh, United play in the Carabao Cup on Wednesday. Sure. Uh, before this game. So uh, I'm going to be more confident after I see what lineup they put out for that one. But for now... For the pick em purpose, I'm going to pick a draw. I think we're seeing like a 1-1-2-2 no, two, two draw. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, uh, we actually have, which is somewhat un- uncommon, except for these Boxing Day fixtures when there's a lot, we have some overlapping games. So the first game at 10 a.m. Eastern, we have Fulham-Southampton. Jake, I am going to go for a Southampton victory in this game. Brent, I'm going to agree with you, and I don't think there's much more to say on that. No, and I'm not going to say any more, so move on. Okay, let's move on. There's a second game at 10 a.m. Eastern, and that is Aston Villa-Crystal Palace. And Jake, again, I don't really have a lot of analysis for this one. I'm just going to pick Villa in this game after how poor Crystal Palace looked against Liverpool. Yeah, they looked poor against Liverpool. They kind of held their own against Tottenham, but that wasn't saying much in Jose's system. I'm also going to go for a Villa win. So yeah, uh, yeah, terribly easy, honestly. Um, Moving on, we have a noon 30. Nice. (laughs) Thank you. Eastern game, and that might be the game of the match week, and that is Arsenal-Chelsea. At least it it would be on paper um, from a big six standpoint. Maybe not this year because Chelsea's, or sorry, Arsenal's form. But Brent, what do you have in this one? Jake, I'm going to go for a Chelsea victory in this game. I was half tempted to pick a draw and hope for Arsenal they could get something out of it. They just look so poor. I I can't go with them. They really do. And Chelsea kind of found their feet in that second half against West Ham. Um, So I'm I'm also going to go with a Chelsea victory. All right. But yeah, Brent, hold on to your hat. We have two more games on this uh, Saturday. And it's in my hand now. Yeah, please. <laughs> Your Santa hat. Uh, we have Manchester City versus Newcastle, and that is at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Again, Jake, I'm a little disappointed because a lot of these fixtures seem straightforward. I'm just going to pick City in this one. Okay. Um, I will say based on their form against West Brom, maybe not as straightforward, but they sure. dispatched but Arsenal paper. in the Carabao Cup today, Tuesday. Um 
pretty easily in the second half, I'd say. So I, I, I'm also going to say City. I don't think it's going to be as big of a difference as you think it might be. Right. Um, but rounding off that Saturday Boxing Day, December 26th, at 3 p.m. as well, we have Sheffield United versus Everton. It's got to be Everton for me, Jake. Okay. Um, I, I did see something. My brother showed me a funny tweet saying, uh, it, it scares me that Sheffield United haven't had a win this year and they're playing Everton next week, um, which is insinuating that Everton are capable of dropping points to a team like sure. Sheffield. And Brent, uh, would you allow me to make this my surprise pick of the week if I made it a draw? I would. Okay. I think Sheffield are going to draw, draw Everton. Um, Everton are sitting, what, three in the table? Four? Three or four? I believe so. And, I can, uh, I can Sheffield, confirm that for you if you'd like. They're no, currently fourth. Fourth. Um, and Sheffield are dead last, haven't won a game, um, and only drawn twice. So I, I, would, I would say a draw against Everton would be a surprise. So I'm going I'm to pick that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, um, but that concludes our Boxing Day fixtures, but we do have more in that match week. And so on Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern, which would be 3 a.m. for you, 4 a.m. for me. Of course. Uh, we, ha- we have Leeds versus Burnley. Jake, Burnley's kind of in hot form, I will say. Uh, these two teams have never played in the Premier League before, and I love giving out those really? kind of stats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a blast. And because of that, Jake, I'm going to go for the Premier League mainstayers, Burnley, to eke out a win in that game. Brent, um, I would have allowed you to make that a surprise pick. Yeah, well, The only reason I didn't, Jake, is because it's 14th and 16th in the table. That is surprising. I, I If I didn't have the table in front of me, which I don't... Um, I would not think Leeds are that far down just based on the performances sure. this year. Yeah. Um, Brent, I think you are a silly nincompoop, and I think oh, Leeds are going to okay. win. Yep. No, All I said right. it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish you hadn't. I really wish you hadn't. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Uh, but, yeah, moving on at 9.15 Eastern, we have West Ham versus Brighton. I'm going to go for a draw in this game, Jake. Okay. No, I, I, I like where your head's at. Uh, both teams – can score and have solid enough defenses where I think it could be 1-1. I do think West Ham are going to be a little upset about their result against Chelsea. I think they could have finished more chances. So I'm actually going to go with a West Ham victory, and I think it might be up to 3-1 or maybe even 4-1 because I think West Ham are going to finish those chances they should have against Chelsea. And Jake, I was hoping you'd pick that because it gives me a fun fact that I can throw out there, which is that West Ham have never beaten Brighton in the Premier League so far, ever. So that would be their first ever win. They played six times. Three wins for Brighton, three draws. West Ham have never won. So you're calling West Ham's first ever win against Brighton. That is is surprising, just based on my knowledge of the two teams. Oh, yeah. Um, I I guess Brighton did pull off some shocking victories the last two years, or results, at least. So I guess that makes sense. But cool. Um, I will love to see that game and see who is right. Uh, But moving on to... 11.30 11.30 a.m. Eastern, we have Liverpool-West Brom, which, <clears throat> forgive me for saying this, I think it is a one-sided affair. 
Well, Jake, you'd think so, but I you might have heard me clearing my voice for I something. I did. Please. Coming, wee, wee, wee. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm given a little draw in this game. West or West Brom and Liverpool to draw. Brent, I love that. And even as a continental 48 hearing your Alaskan uh, surprise pick alert sound, it, it gave me chills. Um, oh, but, it has to. Yeah, it does. And I, and I hate to call you out, but it's terribly mistaken. Liverpool are going to well, walk all over West, West Brom. West did just draw Man City, so it's not like they can't draw top teams. No, that is true. I, I would say Man City, more than Liverpool, have struggled against those lower-tier teams. So. Sure. I, I do Jake, have Liverpool winning by two really or quick. three. Yeah, please. Really quick. just They've also drawn their last two fixtures in the Premier League. Okay. 0-0 zero, zero, and 2-2. Two, two. So it's not crazy unreasonable to think they might do it again. However, I do tend to agree with you that Liverpool will probably win, but it is my surprise pick. No, I, I, I admire you for your confidence. Um, I think you're wrong, though. Sure. Yeah. Um, sorry to wait the talk like that in front of all our listeners but no i hate that yeah um but moving on to our last fixture of match day 15 we have wolverhampton wanderers against tottenham hotspur and that is oh my gosh that's a late game that is at 215 it is yeah it sure is so jake i'm gonna pick a draw in this game brent i hate to agree with you but i am going to just because of tottenham's right. form it's yep. that easy um I would, I would absolutely love a victory for Spurs, but I just don't see it happening, especially at the Molyneux. Sure. But Brent, that, um, that wraps up match day 15, but we are going to cover match day 16. Is that correct? I think we have to, because it's a Monday, Tuesday, sure. Wednesday match no. week, which we could just do Monday, Tuesday if you wanted, but I think we should do all of it. Brent, I, I would agree with you. I think we should do all of it. Um, but before we move on, do you have a player to watch for that first match week? Yeah, just to give it real quick, I'm going to say Cavani versus Leicester. You think he's going to get the start? Uh, even if he doesn't, I still think it's an opportunity for him to have a good performance against uh, not a weak defense. I believe Soyuncu will be back, but it'll be Soyuncu's first game back. And I think Cavani will be able to capitalize on that. Okay, I like that. Um, my player to watch is going to be Suchek for West Ham against Brighton. Oh. As I nice. mentioned, I, I think so. I think they're going to win. I think it's going to be a hand, handily one game. Um, I think he's going to have uh, a headed goal and maybe an assist, if not just a great midfield game for him. Gotcha. All right. Um, but Brent, um, I'm going to also do a special Jake's bet for that midweek. I love or, sorry, that. not midweek, but match week. Um, and I'm I'm gonna keep it simple, stupid, as you would say. Uh, kiss. I, I do say that. Um, and and I'm gonna have a Sadio Mane goal, um, as my only bet. It's gonna be around plus one fifty to plus two hundred, depending on your betting site. And since they're against against West Brom, who you think they'll draw, which I disagree with, I think there's gonna be plenty. A plethora, if you will, of chances for Mane to get a goal. Right. No, I like that pick, Jake. Sure. Uh, but Brent, for the sake of time, I'm going to move right along to match day 16, if that's okay with you. Yeah. No, I, we can fly through these for all I care. Sure, sure, sure. Um, at 10 a.m. Eastern on December the 28th, it's Monday, we have Crystal Palace Leicester. Jake, I'm going for Leicester. I think Crystal Palace are going to fall back into the form that I thought they would be in at the start of the season. 
Sure, and this might be a surprise to you, but I'm not going to use it as a surprise pick. I think Palace is going to draw Leicester. All right. But yeah, there are two other games on Monday. The next one at noon, 30. And that is Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Wee, 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 oh wee. my goodness. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick a Villa victory over Chelsea purely really? because Chelsea play on Saturday. So do Villa. But Chelsea play a little later in the day than Villa, and I think Villa will come out a little bit more fresh, get a surprise victory at Stamford Bridge. I was going to say, those are very close fixtures, which I know we, we talked about frantic fixtures, festive fixtures, whatever you want to call them. Um, but yeah, oh my goodness. I Now that you say that, it's going to change my pick from a Chelsea victory to a draw. And uh, It's smart. Obviously not as much as a surprise as your... Uh, victory for Aston Villa, but yeah, I think Chelsea and Aston Villa are going to draw on that Monday. But yeah, moving All on right. to our our last fixture on that day, we have Everton Man City, and that is a later one at uh at three p.m. Eastern. Jake, the wise man in me tells me to pick a draw. I'm going to pick an Everton victory in this game. Brent, one could say that you just picked two surprise picks back to back and just were very casual about it. Um, the Everton, thing is, it's not that much of a surprise given that Everton is fourth in the league, uh, Man City's eighth. You know, they're not in great form. It's at Goodison. Sure. And Brent, everything points to that being at least somewhat accurate. I think it's going to be completely inaccurate. And I think City are going to walk over Everton, who will have played a cup match. Uh, tomorrow, the Wednesday, a game, I believe, Saturday? No, they also play... Or, yeah, no, they both play Saturday at 11. Yeah, the last sa- time, so, so yeah, they play Saturday. Great. So they'll go Wednesday, Saturday, and then Monday. And I think Everton are, since they're playing United in the Cup match, I think they're going to play too good of a team, and then too good of a team on Saturday, and then just not have a lot of uh, legs left for that game against City. So I see them dropping that. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, that, that concludes Monday. But moving on to Tuesday, the 29th, we have Brighton versus Arsenal. That's at 1 p.m. Eastern. Jake, I'm going to pick a draw in this game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying because Arsenal's form. I think this is where we start to see Arsenal kind of pick back up. I think as bad as they, as bad as they have been, they don't deserve to be where they are, and they're going to end sure. around 10 in the table. Um, I, th- I see, think they're going to win this game. All right. So, yeah, moving on. Also at 1 p.m., we have Southampton, West Ham. Jake, I'm going to pick a draw in this game as well. Very unexciting. No, that, that is terribly unexciting, and I hate you for it. Um, okay. I think Southampton are going to come out on top. Um, I keep backing Southampton, and I think that they're going to keep giving me results based on it. Um, All right. I think West Ham are going to have a good week over the weekend, and then Tuesday they might falter a little bit and give at least two away to Southampton. So I'm, I'm thinking no, 2-0, 2-1. But Brent, uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record here. We have another game at 1 p.m. on Tuesday. Well, there's, there's frankly this one and another one. Hey, I, I was going to get to that one and have another quip for that, but thank you. Okay, sorry. Uh, West Brom versus Leeds. I'm going to pick a Leeds victory in this game, Jake. Brent, I, I tend to agree with you in this one. Um, Leeds, I think, two newly promoted sides, I think they're far superior. All right. 
But yes, uh, as you mentioned before, we have another match at the same exact time, 1 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. And that's Burnley-Sheffield United. Jake, I'm going to go for a draw in this game as well. Three draws for the 1 p.m. Eastern games for me. Brent, I don't know what the odds are for that, but you really should bet on it if you truly believe it because it's got to be astronomical. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Burnley are going to win. I think Sheffield are still bad. Um, And that even if they do pull out a victory at some point, it's not going to be here. That's fair. Brent, there's one more game on Tuesday. It is not at 1 p.m. It's at 3 p.m. Eastern. And that is Man United against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Jake, I'm going to pick Manchester United in this game. Again, because of turnaround time. They have the early game Saturday. Wolves are playing the late game Sunday. Yeah, no, uh, not not a great schedule for Wolves. I'll, I'll give you that. For um, sure. But they also don't have a midweek game, and United do. So, Right, that is fair. Um, United, way better away than they are at home. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go draw here because this, uh, this is at Old Trafford, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I think they kind of stutter a little bit and uh, maybe 1-1-2-2. Sure. Moving on to the last day of the match week, we have at 1 p.m. Eastern, Tottenham versus Fulham, and that is Wednesday the 30th. Jake, I'm going to go for a Spurs win in this game, and I'm going to throw in also Harry Kane as my player to watch for that set of match Smart. Match days, Very whatever, smart. Yeah. In, in that game. Um, I could, yeah, I could definitely see him if he hasn't already uh, got getting his tenth goal of the season and breaking that record for first to ten and ten for goals and assists. Um, so yeah, I'm also going to pick Tottenham in, in that game. All right. Um, you know what, Brent? Just on a whim, uh, just so it'd be fun for us to watch that game. I'm going to put Tangay and Dumbele as my player to watch for two assists All in right. that game. Wow. Okay, I love that. Yep. Um, but to the last game in match week 16 at 3 p.m. Eastern on that Wednesday is Newcastle versus Liverpool. And Jake, I'm going with Liverpool. Even at St. James? What was? Yeah, no, no, 100%. I'm, I'm going with Liverpool. No, Brent, I, I'm going to agree with you. Um, Newcastle, um, if you watched today, lost to Brentford, your namesake. They did. Uh, and did not look great, and I don't think they're going to look great against Liverpool, who are a little better than Brentford. No, for sure. It really shook my confidence in them. But, um, right. you know, it is what it is. Well, Brent, that is the end of our predictions for the upcoming match weeks. I, I am going to give a bet for this week. I'm going to give a Jake's bet on the fly. I didn't prepare for this. Um, did not do my homework. I'm sorry in advance. Um, but if you... If you parlay a Burnley win over Sheffield with a Leeds win over West Brom, you get some pretty good odds. So put a fiver on that. Treat yourself to a nice New Year's gift. Uh, maybe a bottle of champagne to celebrate the New Year. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not saying you have to get vuv, but it, it, if you sure. are a connoisseur, that is my favorite. And I know, Brent, you and your... At least, sister, I'm, I'm assuming your entire family enjoy that, that champagne we as well. We do. It's true. You are correct. So, yeah, that is my Jake's bet for match week 16. And uh, I have nothing left on the docket for this podcast, Brent. The thing is, Jake, I, I'm, 
I don't want to go over the entire teams for each week because that's just, you know, not practical. What I will say is for our sure. fantasy update this week, yes, we please, brought please, in please. Wilfred Zaha for Pedro Neto. Yeah, great move. Uh, he slots right into the team. We had the funds available. We've been saving up for a move coming up. And just for this current match week, we are captaining Calvert-Lewin against Sheffield United. We're having a bit of a defensive injury crisis. Uh, Reese James, Ben Chilwell, and Lamptey all picked up knocks, so we're hoping one of them can play. But uh, but yeah, that's the little fantasy preview. We'll uh, hopefully be above average once again. And, and Brent, I don't want to step out of line and uh, go too far ahead, but uh, we're also not going to be able to talk about our fantasy team for next match week after that, the 16th match week. Um, but if I were to guess, I would say we might Captain Kane against Fulham. I was thinking the exact same thing, Jake. Well, I'm glad we're on the same wavelength for these things. And uh, uh, as, as far as the listener knows, we're going we're gonna to Captain Kane unless something comes up. Absolutely. Well, Brent, you know, we have a makeshift outline this week, so I forgot to add one thing. I'm going to write it down real quick. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. It's what giggles. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we, we forgot <laughs> we to talk forget? about giggles and how much fun we have. <laughs> oh, even from afar. Even from afar. I've got yeah. another. Look, we, we do our shot with a Harry Potter sure. shot glass every week. I've got another one of those this week. Um. This time it's I solemnly swear that I am up to no good, uh, which is just is a blast, not, which is, is that not the truth though? You're always no, one hundred percent. And Brent, I I don't know about you, I finished my drinks in front of me. Oh, I finished it a while ago. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, I'm really proud of you. Thank you, thank you. I mean, is anybody surprised at this point? Not particularly. And Jake, I was no. thinking maybe the map that you get Timo Werner for Christmas could be the Marauders map. You know. Um. You it don't would like, be no. kind of Harry Potter doesn't work in the Premier League. I, I was going to say it would be difficult for him to say all those spells to open it and close it while he's on the pitch. Sure. So maybe, yeah, maybe I get him a more practical little like pocket map, you know, pocket version yeah. of the Marauders map. Oh yeah, uh, or, or maybe you could give him like a time turner so he can go back in time and finish all those chances that he's missed. <laughs> yes, <Brent, laughs> I, I love this Harry Potter theme you're going on. Has nothing to do. With the holidays at all. Well, it's uh, Happy Christmas, you know? Sure. Happy, <laughs> they say that. Happy Christmas, sure. Harry! Happy Christmas, Ron! <laughs> yes, no, I <laughs> I love Harry Potter just as much as you do, which is saying something. And, uh, hey, maybe when we both get back to Denver, we can, we can watch it together. I would love that. I would absolutely love um, that. But, um, Jake, all that I have to say now is really for the only Premier League podcast with a dress code, and I believe that dress code is uh, a jammies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh, have a merry or happy Christmas, if you will, and a splendid new year. We'll catch you next time.